the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. We're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka, joined by Joe Ferraro. John Perry of the Apopka Chief and Planner are joining us. It's a great day throughout Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka. It's a great day to be an Apopka Blue Darter. We'll be talking primarily football on our program today. There was a got a huge game tonight versus Dr. Phillips Panthers. Not just one of the top teams in the state of Florida. They are the defending Class 8A state champion in the state of Florida. So another huge game in another in a, in a series of huge games for the Blue Darters tonight. In fact, uh, this will be the third week in a row we've played one of the elite teams in Florida, a top 10 ranked team in Florida. We'll be talking more about that with John Perry on the show today. Uh, before we go to John Perry and, and to Joe, I want to let you know that Blue Darter Sports Central and all the programs you hear on 1520 WBCW are supported by our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. And you can find them at fladoor.com or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR and make sure you tell them you are an Apopka Blue Darter. Let's go now to, to John Perry. And, you know, you know, John, speaking of that uh, stretch of um, – games against elite teams in the state of Florida. It started out with Bartram Trail on the road. They played in the Class 7A state championship game last year. They were ranked, I think, number 7 in 7A when we played them. Tough, hard-fought game. Came away from there on the road, 33-28 to victory. Tonight we played Dr. Phillips, defending Class A state champion. And of course, we'll want to note, along with that, we beat them, beat them last year in the regular season, and we've beaten them three years in a row. Put that on the record. Uh, of course, that'll be on their mind, I'm sure, tonight as well. And then last Friday's game against the Lakeland Dreadnoughts, who really need no introduction, if you will. They are one of the elite teams in the state of Florida, literally for probably close to 100 years. Um, and you know, they came away um, with a 37-20 to 20 victory. And just uh, like to first of all get your first impressions on the game, and then we'll talk more in depth about it um, from there. Well, obviously it wasn't one of Apopka's better uh, outings. Um, you give Lakeland all kind of credit for for causing some of that. That being said, um, you know that first drive took eight minutes, a little over eight minutes off the clock. I'm thinking, wow. I mean, it, there was a fourth down penalty on the illegal substitution that gave Apopka first down, but they absolutely took advantage of it. And drove the ball, you know, a little over eight minutes. You got 12-minute quarters, and they take eight minutes uh, off the clock, uh, a little over that, and and put the put the ball in the end zone. 
uh, high snap from from about there on after uh, uh, Akeem Brown, you know, went into the end zone for the touchdown on that third and four. Um, it, from about there on, it was not good. Uh, high snap on the extra point made it six nothing. Popka kicks off, 78-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. Popka, uh, Lakeland kick, go at 7-6. Lakeland kicks off. Popka holding or blocking the back penalty on the kickoff. Ball at the 7. Can't get a first down. Tough place to do that, um, especially against a team like Lakeland. You know, uh, Popka gets the punt blocked. The two, Lakeland recovers at the 2. One play later. An extra point, or they had an issue on the snap. Thirteen to all of a sudden it's thirteen to six when Apopka's got eight minutes of possession and a score. Uh, you know that that just can't that just can't happen. Um, and then you know there were some other issues, uh, but you know honestly in the second half I thought Lakeland did a better job of uh, I won't say controlling, but being better at the line of scrimmage than a popka uh both on both sides of the ball uh they i thought they were able to move the ball enough and stop a popka enough popka's last score was middle of the third quarter uh you know in a tight game like that or a game that's that's up in the air you know if a popka's up six touchdowns the final score being a popka's final score being the middle of the third quarter is no big deal uh, in a game like that against Lakeland, uh, it, it's a huge deal. Uh, Got to put more points on the board, and then it's 30 to 20, and Lakeland uh, puts the nail in the coffin there. Uh, four or five minutes left in the fourth quarter to make it 37 20. Um, Popka's worst loss uh, since 2015 when, when West Orange beat Popka 28 3 during the regular season, and with Woody Barrett at quarterback. And, uh, you know, just a. Um, just not a good night, frankly, uh, in a lot of places uh, for, for a popka. Uh, need need to bounce back. Uh, too bad it's not Cypress Creek uh, on the schedule. I use them all the time as, as, you know, as a whipping boy, so to speak, and I probably should come up with somebody else. But, um, you know, it's it's Dr. Phillips. Uh, yeah, they're one and two, but they're Dr. Phillips, and they're still the defending 8-8 state champs uh, here in Florida. Um, you know, it's not like the Wyoming top class coming down, defending state champs coming down. Um, so, you know, they've got players. They've got the they, Coach Rodney Wells is, is like Rick Darlington in the terms that they're going to have a good, even in a, a year that may not be great for them, they're going to have a pretty darn good football team. Yeah, another stiff test. And more about the Lakeland game. You know, in some ways, it kind of reminded me of that American Heritage game we played several years ago. You know, that's a great. I hadn't thought about that, but that's a great analogy. And in in, in Pop got some uncharacteristic special teams issues yeah, in that very, in that uh, loss. Talented team, you right. know, a, you know, juggernaut type of team. When straight the straight football aspect of, of that game and this game against Lakeland our offense versus their defense their defense versus our offense was a pretty even game even a winnable game but other mistakes in other areas of the game uh, mistakes and special teams uh, mistakes you know destroyed our chance to win both of those games basically that, that's a that's a great analogy there Roger and and you know frankly straight up as far as recruits go that American Heritage team was even better than the than the uh, Lakeland team the other night, uh, at least in yeah. terms of just star ratings and recruits and that kind of stuff. That of being course said, we went on to win the state championship right. you know, that that year. Yeah, yeah. and so it just but um, 
And yeah. I'd like to commute. Now, here's something that, you know, I, I know Joe commented about this. I, there's some, you know, uh, comments on Facebook from our fans. I posted something on Facebook. I, I'm going to use can't, we're not going to say the exact phrase I used on Facebook, but basically my point was Lakeland had a very tough physical team, you know, hard-hitting, tough physical team. I got some feedback, and I know I think Joe probably agrees with this, that they went beyond tough and physical to, to dirty. Um, what, what are your thoughts and, you know, you know, if, if I know there were a couple. Anybody. There were a couple things that that I didn't see anything in in the play. It was between uh, uh, there was one injury uh, where where there was some harassing going on. Uh, a pop kid was was not hurt bad, but but injured. You know, uh, down. Uh, stop the play was stopped for trainers to come deal with him. And then there was you know some jawing going back and forth, or, or at least from Lakeland at that point. You know, the, there was after they scored the touchdown to make it 37-20, Popka's, you know, trying to put, you know, move the ball some. I mean, it was over at that point. But uh, the Lakeland band was playing, and they were literally dancing between on the defense. They were dancing, you know, uh, in between plays and that kind of thing. So those little things like that, I didn't see any particular uh, – that where I saw, but that doesn't mean that there wasn't any where it was. I would call it dirty. I right? Would I, say, yeah, I would characterize uh, unsportsmanlike. them as, as, as intimate. I mean, they definitely had like an intimidating spirit, if you will. Um, I've seen worse as far as you know. I wouldn't go so far personally to say they were a dirty team. I, they, I think they were highly physical. They were they like to play that physical game and they like to let 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 you know about it. Oh yeah, there's no doubt about their physical and and. Uh, that's one of Apopka's calling cards uh, is to be physical between the whistles, you know. Um, but, but uh, you know, when it's after the whistle or or even being physical, I mean, it's like like the, um, uh, who was it? The, oh, the Nebraska quarterback who got hurt last week because he got, there was video of, of the opponent last week twisting an ankle, twisting, and I haven't seen it, but I've, I've talked to, uh, seen headlines and stories about it. Uh, anyway, bottom line is, you know, there's a difference between physical and being dirty or even being questionably dirty. So, uh, and and what I saw the other night was just that it was, it was more, uh, emo- not emotional. It was more uh, verbal, I guess. And it was, I didn't see physical. If there was physical, and there generally is, and you know, in, in these pileups, and that you just don't see. But, uh, you know, I didn't see anything overtly physical, let's put it that way. That, that being said, uh, you don't respond with, you know, the retaliation. You just respond by, you know, being better than them or, or, or being more physical in the right way. You know, just being harder nose, just sticking your nose in, in, inside theirs and, and, and moving on, moving them around. But... Uh, that's that's how you, sometimes it's there's an emotional uh, maturity that you got to have to to do it the right way but send a message in the, in the right way. Friends, you're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central, talking and popular Blue Daughter football on our program today. Look forward to being joined by Coach Drogs a little bit later. Right now we're speaking with John Perry. We're talking primarily two things. We're kind of giving a an overview of the game the loss to Lakeland last Friday 37 to 20 and the game tonight versus Dr. Phillips a tough Dr. Phillips team they'll be coming in one and two and they are the class 8A defending state champions and of course 
people that follow Popco football very closely know that they've uh, played them a lot, and we've won the last three games. So it's uh, one of those really intense uh, Orange County rivalries. Um, you know, I noticed you know, from reading the Popka Chief this morning, you know, we all know that we've lost, already lost to Corian Davis-Hamilton, our outstanding running back for the season, uh, due, due to an injury up at Bartram Trail. And as I was reading you know, your story today in the Chief, says that uh, Cornelius Williams and Eric Wright might not play as well tonight? Uh, very possible. Yeah, r- r- I don't running back, you know, excellent running backs. Right. Um, it's That's still up in the air, at least as far as I know. I'm, I'm assuming it's been determined team-wise, but I haven't talked to Rick in, in since, uh, actually, I guess since Monday. Uh, and so, you know, it's it's a different different ball of wax and at that point. do you know point. anything about, you know, what type of injuries? No, it's, it's nothing major. Uh, nothing major. It's nothing. It's it's the kind that keeps kids out. Maybe a game, maybe two. Uh, but, but no, I can't. I don't even recall off the top of my head who had what. But uh, it was bottom line is is um, I, you know we'll see. I, you know they, they they need at least one of them. Both of them are, are talented kids. Uh, but but uh, you know you got to do what you got to do and and uh, can only. You know, ask a kid to do so much. I mean, some some people are better at playing through, and I say playing, but performing whatever they're performing through adversity than others. And then there's times where it's, you know, it's the, the, the ACL, MCL tear, or the concussion, or this, that, or the other that that is nobody's going to play with. And so, uh, bottom line is is these things are not are th- not things that are you say oh well he's out for the season or he's out for a month or whatever uh, these are things that depending on how the players are and how serious it is you know they may or may not be there tonight we'll see and if uh, just assuming they would not be um, boy that's really going to add load to Akeem Brown of course and probably Jackson Darlington too and, and, and who knows you know as we've talked about before Popka's got a real uh, next man up culture, so who, who knows might pop out there tonight, and, and who knows might make a big impact. Yeah, I, it would be be great to have a, a Robert Thomas uh, <laughs> a reincarnation kind of situation there, where where he ends up leading the, the state in, in rushing for the year. Uh, but I, I don't know that that's. We'll see, uh, obviously. But uh, right now, if if I know the. Uh, Harrington kid who caught one pass for 40 yards last week, number 16. He he will he will get some playing time tonight. Uh, whether it's it depends on how much it is. Whether it's uh, you know uh, uh, Williams and uh, Cornelius Williams and Eric Wright are both out, then he's going to get a lot more playing time. Well, it brings us up to our first break, friends. We're coming to you live from Porky's, the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue. On Blue Darter Sports Central, we're speaking with John Perry of the Popka Chief. Joe Ferraro is here. Look forward to being joined by Coach Darlington later in our program. So please stay with us. We'll be right back. Coming to you live from Porky's. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day in Apopka. We're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue. Joined by Joe Ferraro. John Perry's here. We look forward to being joined by Coach Drawington later in our show. And, of course, we're talking Blue Darter football. And 
you know, um, we've talked a little bit about the quality of competition we play, but I'll just, uh, not to belabor the point, but I do want to point out, you know, it's we're really blessed here in that not only do we have a great team to follow, the Blue Darters, they're a, a, you know, you know, three state championships, a team that pe- competes literally for state championships every year um, and have, you know, for a long time under Coach Darnham's leadership, but as, as, and it's especially true this year, the teams we play, we're playing the elite teams in the state of Florida, and when you say state of Florida, you also, uh, it's not, you, you can add America too, seeing how Florida's got some of the best high school football in the, in the country, and is you know, widely acknowledged for having that. You know, to, to see it, to go on the road and to see a team like Bartram Trail, see us play, to see uh, Lakeland come into Roger Williams Field, and uh, you know, one of the elite teams in literally in, in the last hundred years in high school football in Florida. Tonight, Dr. Phillips, defending state champion. A little bit later, we'll go over to Boone. You know, they've had a lot of success in recent years. Coming up on the schedule later is Wekaiva and West Orange, two outstanding teams. I mean, it's just really adds even something special to the experience to, to, to have the opportunity to 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 be a fan of if you will a team that's really playing at the highest level of high school football in florida and in the country and and not to become parochial on it but it's almost like uh, an sec team you know you look and, and and i'll take my tennessee volunteers for ex- instance after this week our, our next five games, and, and I understand Florida lost to Kentucky, but our next five games are Florida, uh, Georgia, uh, Auburn, Alabama, South Carolina. Tough teams, everyone. I mean, we might lose all five of those, and it wouldn't be the end of the world if we did the way the program. And it's, it's somewhat like that now for, for a pop guy. I mean, you know, uh, Bartram Trail, DP, Lakeland, Wakiva, West Orange. Uh, and Mandarin's a much better team, evidently, than they were, uh, at least offensively. Um, you know, so uh, there's there's a couple teams. Evans and Oak Ridge have great athletes. If they had a program where they had the the, the solid coaching and, and a more of a stable program, good grief. It would just be impossible. Um, and, but that's kind of the way it's got to be now with the new the new playoff structure and the, and the point oh, system. Oh, yeah, and I, I think it's great. I think it's something we should all uh, realize and, and once again be, be appreciate. Yeah, we're, we have an opportunity not just to follow our hometown team, which is great, but to really follow our team that's playing at the highest level of, of high school football and, and playing the highest level of the competition that, that's out there. Absolutely. Literally. There's, there's, there's very few cupcakes. Just, and those aren't normal. Those could be much better teams with the right folks in charge. Before we go further, I want to give a shout-out to our friend Tony Hurst. Tony, it's great to hear from you. And, of course, Tony is one of our most loyal Apopka Blue Darter uh, fans and supporters and i know he'll be listening tonight in fact uh, tony has sent me a message on facebook that he's got another trivia contest question for us tonight so tony we look forward to hearing that one um we appreciate you uh, being out there and letting us know you're out there and your loyal support for the blue darters you know, i'd like to go back to talking about lakeland and, and of course we'll ask him when he comes but can, what were some of um how do you think Coach Darlington, you know, what was his thoughts about the game in general? And I'll just preface it this way. Now, I told somebody, and it's certainly not like he's going to see it the way I did. In fact, most likely he won't. But I um, told somebody, I said, look, you know, one of the top teams around, no disgrace to lose to that team. 
you know, uh, we, you know, it would have been an even game basically if we hadn't, you know, self, you know made some self-destructive mistakes. And I, in the long run, I think this game, and I really believe this, I think playing that game will be a lot better for the team in the long run than playing some inferior team and, and beating them by 40 or 50. You're probably, I, I don't think you're, there's any doubt you're right about that, Roger, and that's that's why, you know, uh, that that Popco was nine and zero in regular season, then lost forty thirty nine in the in the first round of the playoffs. Um, and, know, then, and then another year we went six and four right. and, and won the state championship. Exactly, right. and and so um, that that was that was just such a strange year. But anyway, that six and four one, but because um, it wasn't like they they played tons of of great teams that year. They just they lost a couple teams they shouldn't have. But anyway, uh, got hot at the right time. Uh, decided to to have some leadership and man up. Um, you know, the uh, playing a team like Lakeland, it's going to do one of two things to you. And I don't know that losing to Lakeland was the key, although, you know, Rick Darlington is one of those people who who hates to lose much more than he likes to win. And, and it takes – that might take – for some folks who hadn't heard that, that might take a little, you know, sit down and think about it. But, you know – he he lo- he likes to win. Trust me. I've seen smiles on his face after big games, uh, you know, especially in those two state, the three state titles. But um, the the idea that it's almost a relief rather than a joy to win, whereas a loss is just devastating to people like him. And um, so losing to Lakeland, eh, maybe not the worst thing. Losing the way they did, yeah, I think that's more the concern. Uh, the special teams issues, you know, 17 points on your own field. You know, high school football is not necessarily – sometimes there's a, uh, a home field advantage. Uh, that kind of game, I don't know. They could have played anywhere pretty much, and, and uh, I don't know that it would have made that much difference. Uh, it just when – you, when you make mistakes that you normally don't make or shouldn't make, then that's when it becomes a 17-point game. Uh, maybe it should have been a 23-20 to 20 game, that kind of thing. And, you know, again, not to over uh, belabor the negative, because like we say, you know, those those huge mistakes, the kickoff return for a touchdown, us fumbling on our own nine-yard line, gave them a short field for a touchdown. Right. Um, they blocked a punt, got a touchdown off of that. Um, you know, take that away. It's basically an even game, and we have every chance to win. Um, so not to paint too bleak of a picture, but my observation uh, – was it looked like they beat us up a little bit? Yeah, and and I, you know, Popka's calling card has always been that it, that has been physical. Yeah, we're usually the more physical team, and and that's they weren't the other night, um, or at least it wasn't. Lakeland was definitively the the more physical team, uh, and and so you know that kind of stuff's got to change, or, or you know the, some of these 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 games tonight, West Orange, West Orange maybe. Eh, they can beat you without necessarily being physical. Wakava, that's a whole other world. That, that's as physical as it's going to get. That's they they would match up with Lakeland physicality wise with, without a doubt, and maybe more so, especially defensively. Uh, but anyway, bottom line is is you've got to you know I don't say this Popka team's at a crossroads. I don't think there's anything dire about that, but uh, I think that they need to to toughen up and and and, and become. A little more focused on on what the goal is, and uh, hopefully that'll happen. Uh, you know, uh, otherwise it's too tough a schedule to to not to not do that. Well, speaking of tough schedule, we got a tough one tonight. Let's go ahead and start to talk about Dr. Phillips. Before we do, I want to 
let everybody know that Highland Funeral Home and Highland Memory Gardens are a brand new sponsor for Apopka Blue Water Football and to encourage you to visit them if you have the need for funeral home services or cremation services and they have a number actually that you can call 24 hours a day if you have an immediate need and that's 407-869-1188 that's 407-869-1188 Highland Funeral Home and Highland Memory Gardens of course they're located 3329 East Cimarron Boulevard also known as Highway 436 in the Hunt Club, Forest City, Apopka area. And you know, as, as we talked about, John, you know, a little bit unusual with Dr. Phillips, won the state championship last year, even though we did beat them in the regular season. Um, now they've started, they're coming in tonight, one and two. And, uh, gets, and I, I did know that they lost over 30 seniors, of course, so it's something of a rebuilding year for them. But they're, they're, they're more of a, they're a reloading type program, not a, not a rebuilding team. What, what can you tell us about them you know, briefly? Well, I, I don't know tons about them other than I know they, uh, they run the spread, and they'll run that, that same power read that, that uh, Lakeland had some success on, uh, in the, especially in the second half last, last uh, week. Um, in terms of you know the quarterback, the running back, the the quarterback reads the defensive end depending on what he does is whether he keeps the ball or gives it uh, to the running back, and they, they had some success on that. Uh, and that's that's linebackers and safeties have to come up and make that play. Cornerbacks, uh, depending on on the formation. So um, you know whether Lakeland's is good at it or not, I don't know. That I tell you what, that the Demarcus Bowman kid for the running back for. Uh, for Lakeland, he's 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 a lot better than I realized after watching film, uh, seeing him in in, in person. Um, he's incredibly talented young man, uh, big, strong, but with good speed, very good speed actually. Um, that was probably what surprised me more than anything. But uh, DP is going to run a lot of those same plays. They run the spread uh, that pretty much everybody else does, and and so you know. What they run is it won't be a, a surprise or a shock. It's how they do it that that will be that will make the difference. Um, the quarterback last week against West Orange, for instance, they fell behind seventeen nothing, end up getting beat thirty one twenty eight. So if Apopka were to say somehow get a early two touchdown lead in the middle of the first quarter or whatever, uh, thanks to a mistake or a, a long run or whatever, I you know don't count them out. Um, uh, don't don't think it's going to be a pushover the rest of the way. So bottom line is is they they like to throw the ball some, but but they also uh, they've got the this one running back who's pretty good, and and they'll run him, and then the quarterback's about us. I think he's like six five or whatever, big big tall kid who's a little more agile than you might think a six five kid would be. But uh, you know defensively they're always going to be pretty good because Coach Rodney Wells that's his specialty. He likes defense. Uh, Got a couple linebackers who are not physically imposing, but they they, they definitely uh, play well. They're twins, the Powell kids. Anyway, uh, you know DP is going to present every every kind of problem for Apopka. They know the the Apopka uh, offense and know the the uh, the single wing part, and uh, you know will be able to defend it. Although Apopka will know how will know pretty much how uh, DP will defend it uh, and because you, you, some of these teams you never know and you know they'll put nine in the box or eight in the box or you know seven on the line and two linebackers I, I don't know they're just all kind of weird stuff to see uh, when you're uh, trying to run the single wing 
Coach Darlington is joining us. Why don't we go ahead and take our break now. When we come back, we'll uh, have a full segment with Coach Darlington joining us. You're Darlington. listening to Blue Daughter Sports yep. Central with Roger Franklin-Williams coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's in downtown Apopka, sponsored by our friends over at Baptiste Orthodontics. And we'll tell you more about them when we come back. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. Coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's in the heart of downtown Apopka. Joined by John Peary. Joe Ferraro is here. We're joined by Coach Darlington. We'll go to them in just a minute. First of all, I want to give a shout-out to our brand-new sponsors on Blue Darter Football this year, Dr. Amy Davis and Central Florida Audiology. If you or a loved one are missing precious moments due to poor hearing, Dr. Amy Davis and Central Florida Audiology wants to help you get those moments back. Find out more at centralfloridaaudiology.com. That's centralfloridaaudiology.com, or just drop by and see them. And she's located in the Bluebird office building at the corner of Thompson Road and Highway 436. Now let's go to Coach Darlington. Great to see you, Coach. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Hey, Coach, I'd like to talk, you know, obviously a huge game last Friday versus Lakeland. You know, um, as we talked about your alma mater and all those things, came away with a loss 37 to 20. You know, some of the good things were we opened the game with a long, time-consuming, about 78-yard touchdown drive, had another 80-yard drive during the game. You know, we were able to move the ball on them, you know, to a certain extent. But also we had some big mistakes that, I guess, you know, basically destroyed our chance to win. But can you uh, just give your assessment of the game? Well, the, the thing with Lakeland, as we've said, you can't let them big play you. And they did that early, you know, with the kickoff return and the block punt. So we gave up 13 points on special teams right away. So that kind of gated our 13 points there in the first quarter or so. You know, and then after that, you know, they got a big play on the draw for a long touchdown. And then in the second half, they kind of just kept the ball and they run a power read. We weren't getting good support from our linebackers and our safeties. And so they scored. You know, really, I think the score could have been worse. You know, I think that uh, didn't they give it up in the red zone a couple times on downs or something, you know. And then they threw the touchdown pass there at the end, which, again, we should have made a play on the ball, you know. But uh, a lot of mistakes. Not as many good things as bad things, but, you know, playing a good team like Lakeland will expose you like that. So definitely have a lot of a lot of work to do. I was telling John before you came, I was talking to somebody, and you know, what I shared with them, you know, not that you would necessarily agree, you most likely wouldn't, but I, I just said, you know, I, all said and done, playing a game like that against that kind of quality opponent um, was better in the long run than playing some an inferior opponent and beating them by 40 or 50. It is. It's good to play good people just because then you're, I guess, used to a certain level of competition on Friday night. So I can only help you down the road in the playoffs if we get in the playoffs, obviously. But, uh, you know, it's it's just frustrating to go out there and make the mistakes that we made. You know, I think that we're throwing the ball pretty good. You know, we, uh, we, we didn't have a lot of, uh, we didn't have any bad passes, you know, so we threw it pretty good on them. And that's good to be able to do running and packages. We'll always be able to run the ball good. But, again, the special teams mistakes and the 
the poor play in our back seven on defense really frustrates me. So I think tonight's kind of a prove-it game for us. You know, either we're going to be good on defense or we're not. And tonight really is when we're going to have to show up. So this game really is, is very huge for us. I think for just the type of team we're going to be. We also talked earlier about, you know, we're used to Apopka being the more physical team uh, at Bartram Trail. And that was, as we even talked about, that was a big part of that game. It seemed like uh, Lakeland got the best end of the, of the physical end of things. I think so. I think they're stronger and tougher than us. You know, I, I definitely think that's the case, which is disappointing because, you know, you never want to be out hit or out hustled. And I think that they definitely did that to us. Now, in terms of uh, Dr. Phillips, the opponent tonight, what, what are you looking for tonight from the team? Well, our you know, team. We, we've played Dr. Phillips, you know, we played him twice in 12, and we uh, we lost the first one badly in the season over. I mean, we were down like 35-7. to seven. And then uh, we beat him that year in the state semifinals. And since then, we've run, we've won four in a row, you know, beat him in 15, 22-20, and 16-15-14. Both those, we were down 14 and a half, had to come back. And then last year, beat him 21-14. So... You know, it seems like Dr. Phillips and us have always played close games whenever we play. You know, they've always been good on defense, definitely with Coach Wells. So that's kind of their thing. You know, I, I've got so much respect for this that they won a state title last year with not an offensive touchdown in the title game. You know, they blocked a punt for a touchdown. They had a pick six. And they kicked a field goal. So 17 points, no offensive points, and they won a state championship. So that says a lot about their defense. And, uh, Coach Wells is the man behind that. Steve Brightville is his D.C. who used to be over at Colonial. So got a good staff, good players, and we expect a real tough game tonight like every time we play D.P. Now, you know, they, they're coming in one and two. Of course, they lost to West Orange last week. And, you know, they lost, I guess, something like 30 seniors last year. Um, I mean, how, how do you think that, that affects them? Say that again? In terms of preparing for us. I mean, do you think that they'll uh, – you know, lose it. You know, the fact that they lost to West Orange, and plus the fact that we've been beating them for. You know, oh yeah, they'll be the hungry dog. I mean, they'll be they'll be de- desperate. I guess you'd say. You know, I mean, because no, no no team with the pride that they have wants to be up uh, lose at all. But to, to, the fact that this could be, you know, the the third loss on the season for them, no de- no doubt that they'll be they'll be, you know, coming out. To something to prove, you know. The, Dr. Phillips is never going to lay down and not compete. And you can mark my words: third round of the playoffs, they'll be there. You know, it doesn't matter if they go two and eight in the regular season. If they get in the playoffs, they're going to win a few playoff games. They always do. So, well, they do have that district they play in, so they'll win their district. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, their district is not very good, and their schedule is not as hard as ours. But again, they've added some teams. They played Rockledge. They played Lee County. No, Rockledge. I'm sorry, that was West Orange. They played Lee County. You know, they play some. They try to play some tough teams. Are they playing mainland again? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, they're, they're trying to – I remember Rodney said a couple of years ago they were trying to up their schedule and make it tougher. You know, and, again, losing to West Orange by, what was it, three points. You know, they're uh, – West Orange is pretty good. You know, I mean, West Orange beat us last year, and they look pretty good on film. So, that's – you know, the West Orange is not like losing to some bad team. So, yeah. Picking up on what you said earlier, one of the positive aspects of, of the game versus Lakeland was in our passing game and you know very accurate passing by Jackson. 
Um, in fact, I remember one particular looked like an NFL throw to Fred Young, where he kind of hit him right over, you know, in a long throw by the by the sideline, and he was able to get one foot, you hit him in stride, and he was able to get the foot down and had yeah, a big gain there. Jax has really come a long way as a passer. You know, not many quarterbacks were asked to lead block 20 times a game, and he does. You know, Zach never did that. You know, when we ran single wing, we took Zach out, but our single wing wouldn't work without Jackson in there, so he's the lead guy. But as a thrower, he's come so far. You know, when he was eighth grader, he could throw the ball from me to you. And now he does. He does. He has great touch on his ball. But the best thing he does, which may be better than any quarterback I've had, he has the ability to lead people to where they're going to be open. Mm-hmm. You know, that one throw that he got knocked out of the game for a second. He led Fred a good 10 yards, and it was a great catch by Fred, but a great throw by Jackson put it way out in front of him. And so Jackson really did throw the ball with good touch and accuracy, and we're going to need that down the stretch. There was a nice big long one to number 16. Yeah, the the Harrington pass, I was thinking about the same idea where he, he was not anywhere. When you watch it on film, the ball was not anywhere near him, but it was perfectly thrown for where he was going. One yep. thing I noticed, we seem to run more out of the I formation last week more than I think I can remember ever one of your teams doing. What, what, what were, were you pleased with the way that your I formation plays with? Yes and no. We uh, we thought we'd have a viable runner in Jalen Carter, but it turns out that's not really the case. He takes a while to get going. And so uh, Jalen's a really good blocker, and he's a really good catcher, but you know, running the ball from that position really isn't his forte. But uh, but we do like some of the pass concepts we got out of that. You know, we hit several bootleg passes and off-counter action. So I think what we'd like to do down the road is adjust, adjust, adapt those passing concepts to our single-wing package and, and do it that way. Then we're in our wheelhouse with our running game as well as our passing game. And speaking of running game, you know, I was reading the John's article this you know, this morning and says, look, we have already know we've lost to Corey Davis Hamilton for the year. He said that uh, Cornelius Williams and Eric Wright are, are banged up too and might not even play tonight. The truck drove by and I couldn't hear you. Um, in, injuries to Eric Wright and Cornelius Williams. Yeah, you know, both went out of the game mysteriously Friday night. You know, Neil had an elbow uh, and then you know, Eric had some ailment. We're, we, we we haven't quite pinpointed it yet. You know, somewhere in his between his shoulders and his ankle, there's some sort of pain prohibiting him from, as he says, running. And so we like to have our players run, and so we're probably not going to be able to have him out there contributing too much. You know, Neil might play if his elbow. Miraculously, you know, Friday night he thought it was fractured. He's probably out for several lifetimes at least, but – he did practice yesterday, so we hope Neil will be able to contribute a little bit because we've definitely lost a lot of skill in the last two weeks. And speaking of, of that factor, but you still got you know two of the real workhorse guys, and you know with about six guys that can run the ball, or you know it's easy to get lost in the shuffle. But it seems like um, the two workhorse guys seem to be, you know, or two guys that have been workhorse type guys are, are Keem Brown and Jackson. Right. Yeah, I think so, and I think Akeem is about the most underrated player on our team. You know, not many people know about him. We thought he'd be a talented player last year as a sophomore. Um, He had one of those injuries that was lingering in the early season. His first game last year was against Dr. Phillips. We brought him up from the JV, and he uh, rushed for 140 yards. Well, then the next 
Friday, that was a Monday night game. Then on Friday, he rushed for 275 against West Orange. So Akeem really became a viable weapon, you know, down the stretch last year. Again, everyone knows about Corey and Neil and and, and that, but and, and, and obviously Eric and Jalen, but not everyone knows about Akeem, and he's pretty talented, and he, he's, he's probably the toughest running back we have, along with Jackson, you know, but just gets tough yards running the ball. So he'll be – He'll be, you know, relied on a lot tonight and going forward, especially with Corey's season-ending injury. And before we go to break, another thing we were talking about before you came along these same lines, discussing the same topic, you may mention, you know, the fact you know, with this next man up culture that we've had since you've been the coach, and I guess nobody would have predicted, uh, nobody was talking about Robert Thomas as a great running back before the 19, the 2013 season. Yeah, but sometimes you feel you don't have the next man to put up. You know, I felt that way at practice a couple days this week. That I felt I just wanted to cancel practice because we didn't have enough guys to practice like a varsity football team. So, you know, if you got if you got a next guy to step up like a Robert Thomas, that's great. But sometimes I feel that we we might not have that guy waiting in the wings, so to speak. Yeah, I, was, I was actually asking to answer my question. I was going to say who who might be that guy that. Uh, nobody knows about right now that uh, might be that next well, guy to step up. I don't up. know about him either, so when someone finds who it is, <laughs> have, him, have him let me know. Friends, you're listening to Blue Garden Sports Central. I'm joined by Coach Darlington, by John Perry. Joe Ferraro's here, too. We'll go to break in just a moment. Before we do, I want to let you know about one of our sponsors, and it's actually a former Blue Darter baseball player, Mike Martin, and Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair is pleased to sponsor Apopka Blue Darter football broadcast this fall on 1520 WBCW. Popka Moore Equipment Repair is your one-stop center for all of your lawn and garden needs in the greater Popka area. Popka Moore carries the best brands in the industry. Come by and see their brand new showroom at 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail between the 429 and Plymouth Sereno Road on the north side of town. Family owned and operated a Popka Moore and Equipment Repair. They sell the best and fix the rest. Find out more at apopkamorerepair.com. We'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central from coming to you live from Porky's. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Coming to you live from Porky's on the front porch. It's a great day to be in a Popka Blue Darter. Big game versus Dr. Phillips. Visiting Dr. Phillips Panthers tonight, defending state champions. Before we go back to Coach Darlington, John Perry, and Joe, I want to let you know that Baptiste Orthodontics is proud to call a Popka home for its brand new office. It'll be conveniently located at 12 South Park Avenue, which is right across from Kitland Nelson Park. Dr. Baptiste is also excited to offer a 25% discount to all the Apopka residents who start treatment with Baptiste Orthodontics in their new Apopka office by the end of the year. Baptiste Orthodontics prides themselves in top-notch customer service and attention to detail. Baptiste Orthodontics is excited to sponsor Apopka High School football broadcast on 1520 WBCW this fall. Baptiste Orthodontics looks forward to bracing you for success. Now, let's get, you know, John, uh, do you have a, a question or comment for, for Coach? 
No, I, I know he's, you, you know, he mentioned earlier about, and it kind of tails, uh, dovetails into what we talked about before you got here about how important this game is. I mean, yeah, for the record, but I think also for the rest of the season. It's a, it's a very important game in terms of, uh, I won't say put up or shut up, but, but that's one way of putting it. But uh, I think Apopka needs this win and, and needs to play well and needs to play tough and, and physical that, that are calling cards for Apopka football generally. Um, but and I uh, think last year the DP game was really when our defense played their best. You know, when you absolutely. look at that game, I right. think that was our best game on defense. And it was a very tough physical game. And we won it at the end, tough game. So it really helped us last year. And that, that coming off three days after playing up in Jacksonville. It did. But then maybe the Monday night big game and we were in pads 12 straight days, and that kind of probably affected us the next Friday versus West Orange when we lost that one. But, again, that was, you know, the rain, just a weird deal. So, again, we're playing DP, but we don't have to play anyone else in three days. So, But, again, I, it, is, it is a really big game for us, you know, for uh, I guess just the uh, morale of the team mm-hmm. and, the, and the confidence going forward, you know. Of course, we talked a lot about leadership and how important that is in the past. Of course, that was kind of a hallmark of that 2012 team that kind of, as you said, have told us, asserted itself after the season actually got started. Um, how do you feel about the leadership on this team? Um, I can't say it's that good yet. I think that uh, Jake Coggle does a good job. I think Wilbert Peterson's getting a little bit more vocal. You know, but the problem is we only have five seniors that – played varsity football last year you know you got those two you got cornelius you got your maya and you got uh, curtis williams so, so that's it you know we only have 12 or so seniors period but only five played varsity last year so there's not a lot of experience so really we need to have our juniors step up and be more vocal in the leadership department you know so again that's comes with time you know 2012 now we started off one and two and there was a bad that was just not a good leadership on that team and and they turned it around and really took off became a great great team both on the field and intangibly so it can turn i've seen it turn for the good one one thing with special teams last week with the issues there did uh i'm assuming y'all got some work in on on trying to improve that this week in practice the special teams oh yeah working on well, I mean, from kickoff return to high snaps on extra points to pump locks, that type of thing. Yeah, the, the, the problem on the – I mean, w- when your kicker can't kick, it, it's hard to have a good kicking game, right, Minton? And so earlier in the year he was kicking it deep in the corner. Well, then it started getting shorter and shorter. Then he started kicking it in the middle. And then we told him, okay, we'll just squib it. Well, then he onside kick it. And so we're not telling him to do that. And I'm not trying to throw him under the bus, but – He's making mistakes just like a guard would make a mistake or a defensive back would make a mistake. He's making a lot of mistakes. So we got to get that cleaned up. We worked on that, obviously. And then the punt team situation, you know, we just, it's, it's always a work in progress. You know, we got an offensive tackle back there punting. And, uh, he's, you know, he, he, he caught the snap and he, he looked at it and looked at it some more and took a couple breaths and. Finally, after about maybe eight seconds after the snap, he decided to kick it. And by then, about three or four Lakeland players and cheerleaders and band members were there to block it. So we <laughs> probably need to speed that up a little bit, you know, and then maybe block the rushers. You know, those are things, basic things that, you know, 
you know, youth football teams do when they're seven, eight years old. You still got to master those fundamentals to win the big games. We'll get time for one more question for Coach Starlington, and this is maybe in a way ancient history now, but against Bartram Trail, of course, set a school record, 615 yards rushing, three running backs had 150-plus yards or more. Um, you know, one of the big you know topics going back to spring was the offensive line. You know, did you feel good? Do you feel good about the way the offensive line is progressing? Oh, maybe. Um, still, you know, Antonio Merriweather's out with a knee injury, and we don't really know yet when we're going to get him back. And we started him last year when he really wasn't ready to, to get him ready for this year. We knew we were going to make an investment in him. And so now, like, our investment's kind of been <laughs> washed out or whatever. So hope to get him back, you know. Um, again, we have some pieces that have to get better. We do have the people right now in the right places. We got Jake Coggle at guard tonight, Wilbert Peterson at guard, Calvin Cozy Isle, and Cody Miller will be the tackles, and, and uh, Devon Clark will be the center. So that's the lineup. It's not like there's a lot of guys that are going to be moving in and out. We're just hoping we can get toned back to provide some competition and some depth. Look forward to being there tonight. You'll hear it all right here on 1520 WBCW. Pre-game 630, kickoff 7 p.m. with Dr. Phillips. Come up and see us at Fort. On 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.